world, you are very welcome to this Sunday afternoon episode of Bible Talk on Law Cray Community Radio. My name is Johnny Pollock, and as always, I'm joined by the wonderful Jonas Barr. Hello, Hello. Jonas. Nice things. Good. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Good. Nice weekend. All good. If you're a regular listener to the show, then you're very familiar with the format uh, where we meet and chat about the Bible, play some songs, answer some questions, have a bit of crack. Yes. Not a lot of people think you can read the Bible and have some crack, but I, I hope I hope that yeah. we achieve that. Yes, people week by week. people will see how much fun there actually is. Making like, the Bible fun. We should I, we should make hats. <laughs> <laughs> we should make hats. But if you're a first time listener to the show, then you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us as we seek to read the Bible together each week, get to grips with what it means, and also to see if we can speak to our world and our lives today. Uh, our aim on Bible Talk is to simply let the Bible do the talking. There's a lot of different opinions out there, and sometimes we touch on them, mm. but we let the Bible speak about itself and Jonas and I will read some of it together each week talk about what it means answer some questions on maybe some of the things that we didn't understand as we read it so I am a Bible teacher you're you're not a Bible teacher no I, I'd like to think I'm not you're not no you're well I, I, I'm not I'm not outing you but you are no. an atheist so yeah it's a bit of a random mm. thing for those who don't know much about mm. the show uh, but we just walk through a bit of the Bible and mm. and, and what we've been doing from last week is to start uh, to cover each book of the Bible on a week. Some of them are massive, so we have a lot to get through. Uh, But we're in the book of Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible today. We're going to see what we see, try and figure out what's going on, because sometimes there can be weird stuff. Yeah, there's a few weird things. Funny things, too. (laughs) Funny things. Yeah. So we we normally, as I play some adverts, play some songs. uh, So we're going to do that to start off with. And when we come back, Jonas and I are going to dig into the book that we looked at this week, the book of Exodus see what it means and why it matters we're gonna to listen to an ad and then uh, a band for king and country and their song fix my eye so we'll be back in a few minutes here on bible talk Ariella Beauty Lockray proudly introduced their brand new hydrofacial treatment. The hydrofacial treatment delivers deep cleansing and exfoliation using advanced technology that can be tailored to your skin type while also removing unwanted black or white heads, leaving your skin feeling completely clean, nourished, and hydrated. The all new hydrofacial treatment at Ariella Beauty Lockray. To book your hydrofacial today or to find out more, call 091 870 or visit Ariella Beauty. Everybody knows it, everybody knows it It takes a soul 
song's over. That is. It and just, we were it, just arguing. Oh, we weren't arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I was being stubborn. You were a bit. Well, you, you weren't. You just. Oh, the next song to too. Stalk you on social media, yeah. but you wouldn't tell me what your hand is. Are we friends? Yeah, we are. Friends. But. You know, yeah. Just wanted to follow you. <laughs> Not <laughs> you in real life. You know. Well, yes. Okay. Well, welcome back to Viral Talk on Lock Grey Community Radio. That was for King Country and Fix My Eye. So. Uh, as I said, last week we begun looking through a series where we're going to take all of the books of the Bible, so the 66, however, some are kind of first and second, so we might, we might join those together. Uh, but we're, we're going to be taking a look at the book of Exodus. Now, for the most part, when we when we talk about the first uh, five books of the Bible, the, the first section that we normally look at and who wrote the book, well, it's, it's a pretty easy one because uh, tradition would tell us, and, and indeed, um, the Bible itself would tell us that the first five books of the Bible were written by the same person who was Moses. And uh, all these traditions kind of line up as he's the most likely and I suppose the best qualified person because it was all about him. There's only one bit that he didn't write in in, in, in these books, which is... I think it's where he died, isn't this it? That's when he died. Yeah. It's like after Moses died, I'm pretty sure that he didn't write those bits. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a, a load of different things happening. But who, Yeah, go ahead. When do we get to that? Uh, well, we're we're going to talk five about books some, some later of that today. Is it? Yeah, we're going to talk about some of the day oh. uh, because the 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 first one of Genesis is that that idea of the the creation of the world and the family line, which passes on to Exodus, where we start in Egypt and then end up uh, in Mount Sinai and, and and on the cusp of the the promised land, and then we have Leviticus, which takes place actually during the Book of Exodus. Then you've yeah, so so these next ones are mm. not actually timeline. A, a timeline. They mm. they actually refer to bits within those books, uh, and it's not until Deuteronomy uh, that we'll get to uh, that that basically it, it 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 you're on the cusp of entering into the land that we know now as Israel, um, and they they take up I suppose belonging of that land. Uh, so everything that we're looking at now is from Egypt. Until the, the the kind of wilderness and stuff. So you're talking maybe, yeah, we're 400 years from Genesis, uh, as we'll as we'll learn. But oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but Moses is the guy who who writes it. Um, well, he, he, yeah, go ahead. We have extensive, not extensively, but we've a very in depth uh, coverage of Moses done before. We do. We, we did. We did. Cover yeah, just yeah. stories. And you can you can look. I was going to say you can look back through. I don't know if you can. Um, <laughs> probably not. Somewhere, uh, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere <laughs> floating over the internet, you can yeah. probably find us talking about Moses. Uh, but Moses, yeah, he was—he was, he was um, a, a very influential character. He still is, in a sense, in in both uh, movies, Judaism, yeah, Judaism mm. and and Christianity. He, uh, as we'll see, started off as as a baby in in the River Nile, floated in in little. Moses Wicker? basket, Wicker basket? they call it Moses basket, a worker basket. Hey. Yeah, uh, floated in in the Nile. He is found uh, by Pharaoh's daughter. He is raised uh, and probably had quite a wonderful education in in the Egyptian courts. Um, he, through a series of events, um, he ends up killing an Egyptian, and and is is discovered to have been a a, a Hebrew. Uh, many of the Egyptians think he's a spy, so they they run him off. Uh, and then he he is called by God to come back and lead his people the burning, out of burning bush. Yeah, the burning bush. First there time. We there we go. Burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so he is he is called by God to lead his people out of Egypt and and out of the the grips of slavery in Egypt through Pharaoh. And so we we see in this uh, Moses story um, from being this baby, then raised in the Egyptian courts, then uh, on the run for his life. 
then he he, he becomes this, and and it's there's a sense from the language that's used that he had um, a speech issue or a speech impediment. He he wasn't very good at speaking, mm. and so he he but is didn't a very he argue reluctant. With yeah, he argued, but he's mm. very reluctant leader. He mm. didn't want to lead, and mm. all the way through people give him such a hard time mm. all the way through over and over again uh, but he is brave and he is, is fearless in a sense and and is, is is the guy who leads all of these somewhat about two million people out of out of Egypt um, across a desert and, and on the cusp of of the promised land so the Bible speaks a lot about this um, in Exodus it says Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said that's Exodus 24 uh, the other books in the Bible refer to it being the law of Moses, so both in Joshua and Kings, and even um, Jesus writes. Or Jesus writes. Jesus spoke about Moses uh, having written these um, these books. So, so there's a lot of evidence within that that Moses is the author of the book of of, of Exodus as well as the other four there. But the the, the word Exodus comes from the Septuagint. The, you don't know what the Septuagint. It's a pretty cool one. Septuagint. That's a new one. It is. Uh, the Septuagint is a translation of the Bible into from the Hebrew into Greek. Uh, in in the world, um, Greek was was quite a significant language. Mm. It was the, the the language of of the world basically, mm. uh, and so. Uh, in, in the libraries in, in Greece, particularly in Alexandria, uh, they wanted a copy of all of the great books of history uh, translated into Greek. Uh, so they, they, I'll not say they kidnapped, they encouraged, uh, they encouraged some people, uh, 70 people in particular, so Septuagint means the 70, mm. uh, 70 kind of um, uh, Hebrew scholars who would have known the Bible off by heart. And they, they brought them to a place and made them translate the the Old Testament. Were they in, allowed to leave? Greek. Uh, they may have been. They may have been. I, do, I, I don't know enough about the story to say uh, definitively, but they were just say they were encouraged. They were probably well fed. Uh, but but they 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 wrote the the Hebrew Bible, uh, so the Old Testament into into Greek, and so it it survived um, throughout history uh, in Greek. So uh, normally the names from the book, so Genesis, Exodus. Um, so Exodus basically means the leaving and so when they looked at we have to give this book a title um, because it talks about the Israelites leaving Egypt they just called it the Exodus because that's the mm. the primary the primary I suppose story in the book mm. yeah so we're going to dig into it bit by bit to figure out what the context is, why it's so important, what's kind of some of the things going on. I know you have a couple of questions uh, that <laughs> Yeah, that are based on Indiana Jones and not necessarily <laughs> they, on the Bible. They'll, they'll come at the end. They'll come. Yeah, at the end. yeah. We'll we'll do, we'll do all the sensible stuff first, yeah. and then we'll just mm. do fancy, weird conspiracy theory stuff. That's probably the best yeah. way to handle things, yes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we are going to listen to another song. Uh, it's by the Modern Post and their song "Rejoice." And when we come back, we're going to look at the context of the book. What's what's kind of going on? What are the kind of main highlights of the story? And um, what's what's going on at the world? at this stage. So we'll be back in a few moments after this song. 
Are you thinking of buying a new van for the new year? At Tom Doyle Motors main Opal dealer Loch Ray, they have vans for immediate delivery and also have the all-new Opal Combo 1.5 diesel with a new 100 brake horsepower engine, giving more power for your business. Tom Doyle Motors also have the Vivaro, available in short and long wheelbase, and they'll offer you a top trade-in allowance on your old van and finance at 2.9%. At Tom Doyle Motors, we have these vans in stock, so give us a call. Tom Doyle Motors, main Opal dealer Lock Ray. Call 091 841 922. Rejoice. Yes, rejoice. Yes, by uh, Dustin Kentry or uh, his band, The Modern Post. Oh. Um, I don't know what happened there between them, but The Modern Post are the band. But if you go looking for a lot of their songs now, it's it's under Dustin Kentry. He's really good. We play occasionally some of his stuff, but uh, oh. 
Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a good Yeah, one. we've definitely, definitely featured yeah, him. We have. If you could say it that way. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, so guys, if you're wondering what this is, this is um, Bible Talk. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about the Bible and stuff and just mm. have, a bit of, have a bit of fun on a Sunday afternoon. Fun. You know, of course, um, after you've gone and done all your churchly activities, mostly you'd say. <laughs> If um, churchly activity, yes, I am. I am not the person who knows about this. So, um, why, why do you let me do these? <laughs> Just yeah, I love to watch you scrum. That's yes. what it is. Um, so yeah, you guys are listening to Bible Talk. Um, it is um, probably about um, seventeen minutes past three. Maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Could be. Um, it is. And um, yeah, so um, this if. I, I have fumbled my words, lost where I am. Um, How can people get in touch? Yes, that's what's where I was going. I was is about that, to skip a right? skip and be like, what's on next? But that's yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so next. if you guys do want to get in touch with us, um, you can get in touch with us on our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, which mm-hmm. is all Lockery Community Radio. Um, we also have the lovely website, LockeryRadioCommunity.com and the email, which is um, for um, not for requests or anything. We um, have, um, if you want to request, send us requests and stuff, contact us on our socials if you have any business needs if you want to come on the show want to have a chat with us stuff mm. like that feel free to email us at lockerycommunityradio.com that's great mm. lockerycommunityradio at gmail.com that mm-hmm. is that's the it. email address and if you want to contact us on our whatsapp which is john it is 083 that is 083 we'll say it again later on a bit yeah Yes, and if you want to see any of those um, contact details, you can find us on um, them under lockerkinradio.com. On the Listen Live tab, there is all the ways you can contact us, including a little nice box where you can text us. Mm-hmm. And yes, we also, um, if you want to listen along and just um, don't want to have to listen on a phone or on a laptop or something, you can listen to us on Alexa. So um, all you have to do to do that is you have to say um, Alexa. And then you have to follow up with Enable Lockray Community Radio. And then you'll get a very nice little um, voice line that will play Enabling Lock Community Radio. And then you'll hear us. Hey. Chatting in your living room or wherever it is. <laughs> wherever, wherever you yeah. want. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so basically, if you have any questions, that, yeah. uh, stuff that we're talking about, anything you want us to cover, uh, or any songs that you would like to, to request, yes. uh, do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And and you, to be part of the show. Yes. You can um, be, if you, be part yeah. of the show. And um, also, if um, you're wondering what's coming up next, mm-hmm. it is Global Grooves, um, dun, dun, where dun. he's going to take us around the world with all the music. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. broaden our horizons. Yes. Um, always lovely songs and lovely music from all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, so that's live in the studio. So we are back to Exodus. Yes. And uh, I said we'd look a bit of the context. So m- many people who think the Bible's weird are comparing the Bible to what happens in our world today. As I said, the, these things happened, you know, you know, three or four thousand years ago. So mm. the, we're, we're in an age where they didn't have electricity, you know, they hadn't got smartphones, I think mm. just analog phones at this stage. <laughs> uh, you know, so, so <laughs> a lot books. of the things that we have to understand are, are born out of the kind of history and context that we're in. So there's some things that are kind of true of people, uh, that we can maybe extrapolate out to our days. But I mean, primarily, we have mm. to think that they're not in different English rules, making. Different laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different things going mm. on. So we are in the book of Exodus based in Egypt, and particularly in an Egyptian region called Goshen. Now, Goshen is interesting because it's mentioned at the very end of uh, the book of Genesis. Uh, if you remember all the way book of Genesis, you have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then uh, his 11th son, which is Joseph. Mm. Uh, Joseph got turfed, 
and yeah. I've been a big pit and sold into slavery and ended up in Egypt and became second in charge ruling and reigning alongside Pharaoh and then during the time of famine brought all his family and kept them in Goshen uh, now there were 70 people uh, that came as part of uh, Jacob's family um, and that, that set up I suppose their home and their life in Goshen uh, and yet 400 years later uh, the book of Exodus starts by they, they got a bigger. <laughs> uh, Four hundred years later, it says that that the Pharaoh who was on the throne at that stage mm. didn't know who Joseph was. So basically, Joseph, even though he's a legend, mm. has been completely forgotten about. Mm. And the Pharaoh goes, "Hang on, there's like two million people sitting in this place called Goshen, and they are really different from us, and they're culturally different, they're religiously different. And what happens if they kind of get up ahead of steam and decide to?" you know, conquer Egypt. And so basically... So he was paranoid. Yeah, he was a bit paranoid. Mm. So so basically, he enslaves the the Israelites. So he, he makes them build, it says, his storehouses. Now, no one really knows... So the storehouse cities uh, that, that they make the, the Israelites build, a lot of people believe that some of the major kind of temples, even the pyramids... Mm. were built by um, Hebrew slaves during this time. That that's what the storehouses were. Uh, places to store grain or wealth or riches or uh, influential people and family. So All the sphinxes. And yeah, so, like so, so all of those things, those major cities in and around kind of the West Bank of the Nile mm. um, so were basically built by by Israelite slaves. And so we're in Egypt in probably one of the, the kind of high points of, of the Egyptian nation uh, and the book itself covers about 80 years so uh, some people have put Moses birth I don't know how they do this at uh, 1526 BC uh, I don't know how they you know either they found a load of birthday cards <laughs> from him you know he had a couple of Amazon vouchers knocking about with the date still on them uh, but and all other shops do vouchers as well just for, for classification sake one for all uh, one for all uh, so so basically then then it covers from uh, Moses' birth up to Mount Sinai and the giving of the Ten Commandments in I'm just say it again. 1446 BC. Don't ask me how we arrived at those dates. Some smarter person than I has done that. Uh, but that's the kind of 80 years that is covered in, in that roughly. Mm. And so, the, yeah, go ahead. When, um, as, as we'll probably get to this in a minute, but when Moses was found, he was obviously a baby, but then when he was exiled, how mm-hmm. old would he have been? Uh, I think it was 40 years old. That's quite old for that time, wouldn't it? That he? is, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Not not to offend you. No, Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. You're outing me. You're, 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 you're outing my age live on the radio. That's terrible. You could be uh, close. It could, it, could, it could be 80. Uh, just double. Yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah. So so that 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 period. So he, he obviously grew up mm. uh, within a very wealthy um, family, which because he mm. was he was in Pharaoh's family. He was yeah. Pharaoh, almost like Pharaoh's adopted grandson. Mm. Um, and, and so... We're not sure. There's an assumption made that they knew he was he mm. was a Hebrew. Turned um, blind eye, is it? Yeah, and they kind of thought, well, he's not real family, but he's he's a part of the family. Mm. Uh, but in in the account, whenever he 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 kills, he sees an Egyptian beating a a Hebrew slave. Mm. Um, he he strikes the Egyptian down, kills him, and buries them in the sand. And then, as sand does, it blew away, and people saw him and knew that Moses did it. So he runs for his life, and mm. is basically hunted. Uh, and so he goes away into the wilderness 
Um, and at 40, I think he's 40, um, he, he is called by God in the burning bush mm. to go back into Egypt and and to, to basically lead God's people out of slavery. And so you can imagine having to go back into Egypt mm. to face up to Pharaoh um, and, and kind of say, look, hello, it's me again. <laughs> I'm here. Do you know all the slaves that you have building things for you? Well, we're, we're going. <laughs> um, and so it, it is an important book, um, not only because a lot of people know stuff that has gone on here. So mm. there are quite significant events in it. So you have uh, Moses in the Nile, as you said. Mm. You have the 10 plagues of Egypt. You mm. have the Passover, which is the kind of... It's the starting the, of that the, event. It still the big happens one, yeah. in, um, when we talk about the Council of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Passover is still, to this mm. day, a, a massive festival and feast in, 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 uh, for Jewish people. Uh, then you have the kind of Red Sea and God separating the Red Sea to allow the Israelites through and, and crushing Pharaoh's yeah. army. And then you have the one arm out in the wilderness and you have, um, which is literally to do for 40 years, yeah. uh, wonder about the wilderness. Um, for 40 years? For 40 years, yeah, yeah. And so so Moses is 80. Yep. Uh, when he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so That's way past the life expectancy of that year, isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm. So... And, and all this will become mm. clear. Uh, so so basically they wander in the wilderness and then they come to Mount Sinai mm. where God visits them and and does, does two presence. main things. Yeah, his presence comes mm. down. Uh, he gives them the Ten Commandments mm. and then he reveals to them laws of holiness. Don't they join a covenant? They do. That's, that's the, like the, the there we go. Like we're going to get to that. I yeah. knew you were excited about yeah. these things, and we looked at that last week. So, mm. so if you were listening last week, we we, we introduced that a little bit. Mm. Uh, but it is important because he basically God basically mm. enshrines his people as a as a a, a, a nation of covenant. Mm. So he basically in the in the Mount Sinai account by the Ten Commandments and by um, the the laws. Uh, it gives them these these regulations in order to keep them pure and holy that he would he would be mm. with them and so you have uh, his presence you have the ten commandments you have the building of the tabernacle and and these are foundational not just for the book of exodus but going forward uh, and they give this picture of 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 redemption uh, in the book of exodus so they he got the ten commandments but was there more than the Ten Commandments that was given? Was it like little like bylaws was there or something? Yeah, so so um, we will we will probably get to that in the book of Leviticus mm. uh, because the, there are more of those in the book of Leviticus. But oh. there are three hundred and sixty five mitzvahs. So mitzvah is the Hebrew word for law. Mm. Um, so uh, you've probably heard this, the, the idea of a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Um, so the son of the law. So it, when you're, I think it's twelve. Yeah, cool. boys become a, a son of the law yeah 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 mm. uh, but you'll be learning the Torah the, the mm. first five books of Moses so these things are still culturally mm. relevant in our, our day mm. uh, in the world and are still held to and so as I said this is this is like yeah. thousands of years ago and these things are still relevant mm. in our world but the, the laws in particular uh, we'll get to in the book of Leviticus so Genesis mm. Exodus Leviticus next week we'll we'll get to this it, it's a it's a really chewy book because mm. it's just a list of laws um, <laughs> well this, but it's, this yeah. book has blueprints in it yeah <laughs> so well, the blueprints are cool depends yeah. any well, architects listening you're like yes <laughs> yes we're getting to building and blueprints uh, but but it is important because Exodus is one of those books um, that is quoted a lot in the rest of the Bible mm. uh, things like the tabernacle and the ten commandments all of these things are very relevant mm. and so they'll show up 
in a lot of different places. So we're going to take a break uh, and then we're going to get into what's going on, some of the things in the book. I know you have some cool questions. We, we get it. Uh, we get, talk about get talk the about funny it. bit. It's a funny bit. Yeah, you're just busting talking about Indiana Jones. Which no, is, no, which is no, 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 the cow. Oh, the yeah, the cow. cow. Okay, the yeah. sacred cow. There yes. we go. Well, we're going to listen to uh, Sovereign Grace music and their song Behold Our God. When we get back, we're going to dig in. Uh, Jonas is so excited about <laughs> digging into some of the questions this week and also to try and figure out what are some of the strange things happening. So we'll be back in a few moments here on Bible Talk. The best chat, the best geologist crack, the best atmosphere. Whether it's a night on the town or a catch-up with friends over great-tasting coffee, day or night, it's the best place to meet in Lockray. G Darby. See you there.
Well, welcome back. That was Josh Garrels and Run. So, I think I, I said it fitting, isn't it? it, it yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Joseph, Joseph, no, Moses, Mo- Moses, <laughs> Moses was on the run. Yeah. Da, da, da. So, what is going on in the book of Exodus? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. So, I'll, I'll give a bit of an overview, and then you are literally itching. To talk about a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, the, the the big, if you were to boil it down into one word, it would be mm. redemption mm. and kind of freedom. And so uh, we looked last time out in the book of Genesis about covenant. Uh, the covenant was this, this promise, this promise of faithfulness by God to his people that irrespective of whether they messed up or not, and they were like, oh, don't worry about us. We'll never mess up. We'll never do anything wrong. God went, ah, yeah, lads, all right. <laughs> Uh, I've he, seen this before. <laughs> I don't know if he said, "Hey, lads." I, I don't think he said that. Uh, but but it was fundamentally the same thing. Uh, that that even though they they would mess up and get themselves into scrapes, um, that God would would rescue them. And so in the book of Exodus, it says that the cries of my people has reached uh, God's ears in a sense, and that He has decided to rescue them from slavery. And so He He through the whole book of Exodus, in the most unlikely way, rescues. Uh, his people and then consecrates them. So the idea of consecrating something means making it holy, making it different, mm. separating them out. And so he establishes a way for them not only to leave Egypt, but to bring them into a relationship with him as his people. And so he gives them uh, a system of, of of meeting with him in terms of the tabernacle. Uh, he gives them a system of sacrifices in order to make atonement for their sin. We'll look at that next time in the book of Leviticus as well. And then he gives them, as I said, this detailed blueprint of how to build a tabernacle uh, so that his glory could live with them. It's a wonderful word. So this idea of redemption and God's presence um, is culminated in this thing called the Shekinah glory of God. So Shekinah, basically a blazing light of God's glory. Uh, that God like would, the yeah, like the burning mm. bush. God's glory would would live with them. So God would be uniquely present with them um, wherever they brought this tabernacle. And so this is all brought together in this covenant, the Mosaic covenant. It's called mm. the covenant of Moses and the the giving of the Ten Commandments, which again many people know about. Were yeah. they meant to be kept inside that, weren't they? They were, yeah, yeah. yeah the t- so there's a couple of things that were kept inside the Ark of the Covenant, which was the Ark of the Covenant was basically a box that held things that were important. So the Ten Commandments were in there. Uh, the second copy of the Ten Commandments were, were were kept in there because of something that happened, and that we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bowl of manna which is whenever they were hungry in the desert, God provided manna for them, which is this stuff that rained out of the sky and they ate. Uh, and then Aaron's staff. So Aaron said, and Moses said, well, how are we going to prove that we're your people? Mm. And they will throw Aaron's staff on the ground and it became like a tree instead of budding and, and flowering. And so they, they kept these things inside the Ark of the Covenant mm. to remember uh, how God how God had kind of led them and provided for them. And it wasn't... Face sucking souls. It wasn't. It wasn't what happened in Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah. Uh, and the. I'm sure everyone must have seen that by now. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, yeah okay. It's just, <laughs> you see in India, I'll, 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 I, I can, ta- I can take okay. this one. Okay, you can take this one. Go, go from here because you, you have two questions. You have questions about the tabernacle. Uh, we'll get to the Ark of the Covenant in the next section, yeah. but the tabernacle and then the worship of a cow. They're yes. the two things that you yeah. cannot, you had in your yeah, head. Yeah, so like um, when we were covering this book and we were doing the overview and stuff, um, I, I found this quite funny. Um, so obviously um, it, just, it just sounds so like these people at the time. Because mm-hmm. obviously they already, when they were walking through a desert, they were complaining. Yeah. yeah, and yeah that yeah. they wanted to go back to old life. And then yeah. like, then when they finally got to the place, um, it was, was it when he was getting to the Ten Commandments or when he, it was the second time he went up, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So we went, yeah. we, we went up, yes. Yeah. yeah, and they asked um, Moses' brother, yeah. like, hey, will you build a cow so we can worship the cow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, um, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, they just previously just technically, for better words, signed a contract to not yes. worship idols. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, within like, what is like, like a very, very short amount of time, they broke <laughs> it. And um, yeah. yeah, so. Well, that that's the, so all of this is linked because yeah. um, in in the excess events, so the, the, the Passover, which mm. is, I'm going to be talking about the Passover a bit uh, in, in the last section. The Passover is significant because it was the death of a lamb mm. um, and, and the painting of its blood. It? it had to be a spotless lamb, spotless like a pure lamb. lamb. Yeah. Uh, that, and, and it's blood that was shed uh, that would that would make the angel of death pass over them. That's what's mm. called the Passover. And so the sacrifice of this innocent lamb. Didn't um, they also tell... The, so, so if I remember right, did they like say to everybody? They didn't just tell all the yeah. So they said to everyone, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but but Pharaoh and stuff went. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm Pharaoh. I'm kind of cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, the the angel of death kind of passed over the homes and they left. But as they left, um, the Egyptians started saying, "Look here, take our gold, take earrings, take bracelets, just get out and here, mm. take this stuff with you." Um, and so they had all this gold with them. And so whenever Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments, he's gone up to get the Ten Commandments uh, on tablets of stone. Um, one of the things that many people believe, which I think is funny, it's not that God ran out of one tablet of stone. So he had to do like, you know, the, the last five mm. on a second tablet. There, There is a sense that both were the same. So one was God's contract in a sense, mm. and one was the people's contract. Mm. And so God trusted them so much that God said, you can have, you have both of these contracts because mm. I am faithful and I will keep them. And so um, while Moses were up, they were like, oh, yeah, Moses has been away for a while. Uh, maybe he's died up there. Maybe God's doing something up there and maybe he's going to come down. So uh, we we actually would rather than have this mad presence of God, which is shaking a mountain and smoke and fire and everything, uh, we would rather have some idol to worship. Mm. And so let's take all the gold that we got from the Egyptians and why don't you make us a golden calf, the symbol of fertility. Mm. And Aaron, Moses' brother, stands up and goes, this is the God that took you to Egypt. You're like, this golden cow thing? <laughs> and so Moses comes down, freaks out. Actually, before the, you know, God says, I can actually hear, there's like a party down below. <laughs> uh, I think you should go down, Moses, and see what's going on. And so when Moses gets down, uh, the Ten Commandments that he had been given, that he told the people that they said they would obey, uh, the first is that they would worship God above everything else and secondly they would um, they would make no idols and they broke both of them within <laughs> what seems like about 15 minutes and so Moses smashed the Ten Commandments he just smashed them in front of them all <laughs> and so he ends up going up again yeah. and God, uh, God gives him two more yeah. but he feels his anger and yeah because yeah. he's just like I, mm. I literally cannot believe mm. that I've been up there like for a wee mm. while and you've already kind of um, mm. you've already kind of 
broken um, God God's commandments. And I think yeah. this is this is something that kind of goes all the way through because this this sense of of God's presence, you know, uh, within the tabernacle. We'll maybe talk about the tabernacle in more detail in a, in a, in a minute or two. Mm. But this sense is, is is of God being with them. That if God's going to be with them, that they have to live in a pure way. Mm. Um, throughout the book of Exodus, they're referred to as a kingdom of priests. Uh, Peter, uh, Jesus' disciple, Peter writes mm. in the New Testament that uh, as a follower of Jesus, that we are all priests. Now, mm. which is maybe a promotion for some people. Like, I've never <laughs> wanted to be a priest. Well, it says in the Bible that if if you're a follower of God, then you are a priest. And what that means is you're a representative of God. And so God said, if you're going to be my representative, then you're going to have to live a life that that brings honor to me and and brings care and consideration for people. Um, and, and literally, all they have done so far is moan and complain and and cry and you know this isn't fair and stamp their feet. And and when Moses goes up, they decide they're going to do their own thing again. And and as I said, it all culminates with God saying to them. Like I'm, I'm going to give you this ark of the covenant of the promises that I've kept over and over again. Mm. I'm going to have this this tabernacle, which is a a glimpse of of a place where I will be present with you and bring blessing to you, and that I'm going to be your God in the midst of you. And once again, they go, "Yeah, don't worry. This time we're going to do everything right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep the laws. We're going to do it all well. You can trust in us." And over and over again, it, it kind of feels. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a kind of a weird. But but really easily identified with that God is faithful to them and the people mess up. And and as you said, they they, they face with all the plagues of Egypt, the departing the of the Red Sea, all of mm. this majestic power, God feeds them and waters them in the desert for you know, for so many years and then they go, Yeah, it'd be good if we just had a big golden cow. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. That, that that would sort us out. Um, so it's yeah, it's a weird story, but it but it it, it gives us a, a line through what we've learned so far that when faced with trusting God or trusting um ourselves, that we'll we'll always trust ourselves. Think, yeah, God's good like, but we've got this ourselves. Yeah. That's um Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I still don't understand how that could happen. Like yeah. Like, yeah. But um so that's that's the whole and then the whole we we, we Going for so that happened and then went back up and then he did he start getting the blueprints for the tabernacle? Yeah, so you got to, I think because mm. I, I think that's a good segue into the last section of mm. about can this teach us anything? Because the idea of the tabernacle, mm. so so the idea of of the the plagues, the tabernacle, and then sacrifices mm. are are a massive thing that has maybe closer implications to us, mm. not only us today, but these are the things that actually trace through the entirety of the Bible. And so when we come back, when we look at what, what this could possibly say to us, we're going to look at, at the Passover, at the Ten Commandments, and at the Tabernacle, all in the one go, in mm. about five minutes. I don't know how we're going to do it, uh, but we're going to try our best and figure out you know, mm. what, this can, what this could possibly relate to us. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to listen this time to uh, Behold Our God uh, by Sovereign Grace Music. Uh, I'm hoping Jonas has it on cue. If he doesn't, we'll just play something and uh, see where we are. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to look at, at uh, finishing out the show in the book of Exodus to see you know, how, how could this may possibly speak to us and what are some of the things that are relevant for us today.
We'll be back in a few moments here on Bible Talk. Has overwhelming fear become a major factor in your life? Has fear and anxiety affected your health, sleep and concentration to a point where you have forgotten how to harness and trust your inner wisdom? Then listen up. Fearless Coaching Solutions are launching a brand new online program designed to show you how to be confident, courageous and self-assured in the face of all your fears whilst managing your health, lifestyle, job and relationships. For more information on this amazing four-day intensive program or to book your place, contact our team at fearlesscoachingsolutions at gmail.com. Fearless Coaching Solutions, empowering you to live fearlessly.
There we go, that was Sovereign Grace Music. And behold our God, we're going to finish off in the book of Exodus today. Uh, talking about three things in particular, and I know uh, you, you had some comments about them, but uh, the trace between Passover, the Ten Commandments, mm. and the Tabernacle. Mm. And so these are three things that are repeated over and over again mm. in the Bible, and probably things that are in our heads um, even today. Uh, so the Passover... Uh, it's traced all the way through to Jesus because if you remember from John the Baptist, um, when Jesus comes on the scene, he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Mm. Uh, there is an inference. Yeah. And he was killed around Passover. He, he was, yeah. yeah. Jesus was killed on Passover mm. um, uh, uh, just after having the Passover mm. feast where he instituced the, the Eucharist. Last yeah, the Last Supper. Mm. Uh, and, and he basically he puts himself forward as the Passover lamb through mm. whose blood will cleanse people and forgive people. Uh, the writer of the Hebrews basically says that as much as these sacrifices, both in the tabernacle and the temple, take place uh, time after time after time, year after year after year, because they are never ending, uh, the writer of the Hebrews says that Jesus is the mm. sacrifice once for all. So he died once, mm. and that was enough forever. So we don't need to constantly offer sacrifices because his sacrifice was the only one and so that that takes through that passover all the way through the ten commandments are an interesting one because the ten commandments in some ways were never meant to be kept mm. the ten commandments is kind of like to show how we're flawed isn't yeah, it yeah it's mm. so so basically people go i just keep the ten commandments go all the best with that one because <laughs> you know it's hard it, it's it's not hard it's impossible yeah that's that's the point mm. in that so the sacrifices were there to show when you broke those commands you needed to offer atonement, uh, mm. or you needed to offer sacrifice for for the forgiveness of your sin, mm. um, and so they were always kept with never being able to do enough, and so the, the the promise was that one day God would bring a sacrifice who would would cleanse people forever. Um, and then the tabernacle is this place, as I said, where sacrifices take mm. place, but but also um, it is it almost like a picture of Eden. I know the little video mm. that we kind of watched was you know. In, in the Garden it of Eden. Drew resemblance. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm. in the Garden of Eden, it was a place where God's uh, presence was, where people spent time with God in his presence. And so that became the tabernacle uh, whenever um, basically David, I mean, King David uh, and his son Solomon uh, got to Jerusalem and, and basically guard peace. Mm. Uh, they built the temple. So the tabernacle wasn't a tent anymore. It was a building mm. in the middle uh, of, of um, Jerusalem. And obviously it became a, a, a massive thing because it was destroyed, then it was yeah. rebuilt in the time of Jesus. He turned over the tables, that's where mm. he was tried. Tore and the, Yeah, tore the curtain into, mm. yeah. So so the curtain w was a significant act because the curtain was to separate people. Uh, so we, we learned at the, the end of the book of Exodus that Moses wasn't even able to enter into yeah. the, the tabernacle. Which I think is yeah. a little bit funny. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah. none of you are good mm. enough to enter into God's presence anymore. And so this curtain was a symbol of people being kept out. Uh, so one time per year, as we'll learn next week in Leviticus, uh, a very special person on a very special day could enter into this very special place. And so when the curtain was torn in two, um, in a sense, what, what, what the New Testament tells us is we don't need special people anymore to do special things for us in order to bring us before God. That every single person uh, that, that follows uh, God through Jesus and trusting in his sacrifice can can be a priest in a sense, that's what Peter says, and and enter into the presence of God, pray before God, sing before God, worship God in any way 
any way that they 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 feel led to. And and again, that's that that's all traced back to mm. to the Book of Exodus, thousands of years before that. So there we go. Cheers. No Indiana Jones face melting. No, no. no. Um, for anyone who was wondering, it is. It was. It's. it's what is the name of that one actually? I don't know, but it's it's one of the Indiana in, in, yeah. Indiana Jones movies where they find the Ark of the Covenant and they open it and stuff happens. If you want to figure out, watch the film yourself. Um, it is not um, what it is in the Bible, but no, um, it's it's yeah. not. I, I don't know what. But the, no, it's the, the Temple of Doom, the Last Crusade, mm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's that's because it's yeah. obviously got Ark, Ark in the temple. Yeah. There we go. Hmm. Ta da! Don't yeah. watch that if you want to know what the Book of Exodus. No, right. watch that if you want a yeah. nice action film I don't know it's good I like I like Indiana Jones they're cool, making cool, a new cool. one apparently okay yeah. the, the last one they made wasn't that great no. but we'll maybe uh, I don't know if Paul's still doing the Filminator he still has a slot on the afternoon show there I, was, I was actually um, featured there um, this this weekend where I'd done a little bit of a tech thing there we go. So and um, obviously promote the show indeed oh here <laughs> good stuff Yeah. well uh, that's it for this week mm. and uh, we are finishing the book of Exodus uh, yeah. if you do have any questions uh, there are lots of different ways uh, to get in touch that, that Jonas will tell you about now yes um, first is the WhatsApp number <laughs> okay okay, thank you <laughs> uh, just as I go to drink my coffee uh, uh, yeah. it's uh, 0830285545 that is 0830285545 do text us in uh, or voice note uh, with song requests or even questions I know we're kind of covering these books in massive big ways but um, mm. if you have any questions on anything particular do get in touch we'd love to hear we'd, we would love to get a question yeah. once in a while. Mm. It'd, be, it'd be fantastic you would encourage our hearts yes you would yes. and then would. Jonas would love the answer wouldn't you yes of course I will do massive amounts of research to find the right answer <laughs> so what are, what are other ways that you can get yes. in touch um, the other ways that you can get in touch is um, you can go on our Facebook Instagram and Twitter uh, which is Lockery Community Radio um, you can also follow us um, on our website which is LockeryCommunityRadio.com and um, if you want to leave us a comment you can just either text us on any of our socials or you can leave comments on the post or whatever. We'll we'll see. We'll all we'll see. Every, we we see everything. We do. Yes, and you can also um, that little yellow box at the bottom um, on the listen live page. You can also leave a comment there. Get sent straight to us, and we can see that. As well, we are also available on Amazon. Um, not Amazon Alexa, which is yeah. by Amazon, but um, on Alexa. So you can just say enable lock radio, and then you will be able to listen to us on your smart speaker. Um, yes. Um, I think that's, that's it, it. Yeah, that's it. So it's, that's for, it for this for week yeah. so Exodus finished next week we're going to be looking at the book of Leviticus um, uh, for anybody that does I don't know if people do this or not but but in our house and I know some people uh, that, that we know read through the Bible in a year uh, so take about three chapters a day and you'll get through the whole Bible in a year uh, whenever you get to the book of Leviticus it's normally the bit where people drop out <laughs> Because it is such, a, it, it's such a book of lists and rules and regulations and genealogies and stuff. Boring, or it's well, that's the thing. Leviticus is probably one of the most exciting books in the Bible, but it's For overlooked. You. Well, well, no, okay, <laughs> no. But next week we're going to show you how exciting it is. Uh, so do stay tuned uh, next week, uh, three o'clock, uh, as we normally are on a Sunday yeah. at our new time. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. And coming up in a few minutes now is Global Grooves, and mm-hmm. um, with um, all the songs from around the world. So Indeed. enjoy, and um, we'll be back same time next week. Yeah. So that's it for us, and we'll see you next week. As Jonah said, may God bless you all. Goodbye. Goodbye.